Hello and welcome to D&D Tonight. So who wants to try and remember what we did last week? I got nothing, dude. Nothing. Where's Dab? Good question. All right, so I remember what we did last week because I wrote it down. So as usual, I'm going to give you all a hint. Last time, y'all were in the catacombs, right? That sounds about right. Yeah, you guys were in the catacombs. We didn't make that in the catacombs? No, at no, the start, you were in the catacombs, right? You got past the spider trap, and then you made your way into a, a passage that led to a large chamber, and there was all these doors, and it looked like a spider, said Jessica. And Dad caught, well, Merlin caught the room on fire, and, a sh- and Ghost mm-hmm. Slinger had no idea what to do about it. And then Asharis walked in and kind of like, was, you guys are ridiculous, and then just dumped some water on it and called it good. And then y'all went upstairs, because Merlin wanted out of the catacombs. Into the where, bar. Hmm? Into the bar, into the yes, pub. Yes, into the Cask Hall Tavern, and you found a bunch of booze and various casks. And you met the, uh, the tavern keeper, Orville. You talked to him for a little while, and he told you about the lost treasure of Mech. Talked a little bit about not doing magic in the town, because you're getting trouble. And he said that the barracks is the safest place in town, etc., etc. And then, y'all left the tavern, and went back into town, because you were going to go talk to somebody. Hmm? Were we headed for White Hall? Yes, you were. You were going to go talk to Lord White. And find out what was going on. So you went over to the manor, and you met the creepy guy that was on the door, named Henry. And you met Lord White, and you got his, like, creepy description of who he is. Because he's an old man, with bones sticking out of his hands and stuff. And then he was happy that y'all saved Brentwood, and he asked you to save his town from the goblins that are raiding the town and the farms around it. Oh, and he also told you about what happened with the church, about how the, they had to throw the church people out of town because they were turning all evil on you. So we ended right after you guys had dis- agreed to take on the job of... Uh, defeating the goblins and taking out the boss goblin. Oh, it's 8 o'clock time to take your pills. Oh, it's 8 o'clock, time to take your pills. <laughs> okay, I'll be right back. Okay, I'm back. Alright, welcome back. I didn't take long. So, y'all talked a lot with Lord White. So, I wanted to roll some dice behind the scenes and give you your impressions of having met him. Oh, yeah, first I need to know what your modifiers are. What is everyone's insight modifier? Am I? One moment, please. Give us that phone. How's the weather? Well, in white, it's dry and relatively warm. Not super hot, because it's not summer. Okay, which one? Intelligence? I'm more concerned about Tiffany. Insight. The hurricane's coming. I've got it. So it rained a lot, but then it stopped. We're good. I do not have insight. I do. Jessica Ghostlinger has insight. So she gets plus two plus her intelligence modifier? Her intelligence is plus two. Oh, she gets plus four. All right. Asharis, what's your intelligence modifier? Zero. Zero? All right, your roll stays the same. Merlin, what is your insight? You have insight. So your intelligence... Is under the intelligence category? Yeah, your intelligence should be plus something. Like, plus three? three. All right, so plus three. 
And it should say insight, little tiny word there, with a black dot next to it, if you've got it. Reflections, history, arcana, saving throw. Nope, there's no insight. There's investigation. Okay. Insight's that wisdom. Yeah, insight's that Oh, insight's wisdom? Well, then why am I giving you all your uh, intelligence bonus? So, shoot, uh, that was that. Okay, so she's this. Your wisdom is still uh, flat. Merlin, do you have any wisdom bonus? Plus two! I have plus two wisdom! Oh my goodness, it's such a pain in the butt. It's not checked. Merlin, do you have anything under the wisdom modifier? (laughs) No, I do not. Okay. (laughs) Alright, so. I have no wisdom. You guys had this big long conversation with Lord White a couple of weeks ago. And he was telling you that he's happy that you saved Brentwood, and he implored you to go out and uh, defeat the goblins that are troubling his city, the same as you did in Brentwood. And you guys made an agreement. He gave you some gold for covering the cost of the inn for a couple nights, and he told you where to go, which is, I believe, out east in the foothills Mm. of, uh, of the mountains. So... Ghost Slinger, well, actually, let's start this way. Merlin and Asharis, you both feel like the goblins are the cause of this town's troubles, and dealing with them will help to set the besieged town back on the right path. Perhaps it was a dead end to suspect Lord Taylor without having met him. But Ghost Slinger, you feel like something isn't quite right with how Lord Taylor acted during your discussion about Brentwood. You can't quite put your finger on what was off, but something just didn't seem quite right about the way that he was behaving. Then which one of us is right? Well, that's the beauty of me rolling dice behind the scenes. You'll have to find out. <laughs> so, you guys agreed to head out and defeat the goblins, but you also told Orville that you'd be back the next night to go back down into the catacombs in search of the treasure. And Lord White also confirmed that there is a treasure under the town. At least that's why he thought you might have come to White in the first place. So, you guys have a decision to make, essentially, but it's up to you. (sighs) You are standing under the covered alcove by the large doors that led into the castle White. Leaving the manor, you go back through the decrepit gardens surrounding it. As you make your way out of town, headed towards the eastern city wall, you go past the Knights' Barracks, and you can see the Church of Chante with the setting sun behind it. You make your way out of town on one of the radial paths that cuts through the ring roads and buildings that make up the city. The evening is setting in by the time you reach the gatehouse on the east side of town. You remember that Orville suggested you could get a discount at the inn if you mentioned his his name, and Lord Taylor gave you gold for a few nights' stay if you wanted to rest up before heading out of town to deal with the goblin. So what, do you, what do you guys want to do? You can head out of town now, or you can go rest up. We're full healed, aren't we? Are we battled anything? I don't know, but you could also check out, like, a store, mm-hmm. buying some more health potions, or you could just head out and make some on your way. Hmm. Another fedora! I mean, what time of the day is it? Uh, it's evening. It'll be dark within the hour. I don't really want to go battle goblins in the middle of night. Let's go shopping first. Oi, hat! And then we'll go to sleep. All right, so are you going to head back towards... A shop. Ollivanders. Oh, head back towards the tavern, or towards the inn, and see if there's any shops on the way? Mm-hmm. Is that the general plan? Let's see here. I have a tab for this, but I've lost mm-hmm. it. Are robins stronger in the dark? <laughs> there it is. 
Does anyone remember the name of the tavern of the uh, the innkeeper of Stonehaven Inn? No. Me either. I don't know if I gave him a name. Wasn't Henry, was it? No, Henry was the name of the doorman at Castle White. Ah, all right. So you guys head back through town on your way uh, back past. His name's Oliver. Back past. I don't think I did have an Oliver already. Thought Oliver is the is the keeper. Did I do that? Oliver did... is the keeper at Cat's Call Tavern. No, see that's. That's Orville at Cascall Tavern. Oh, Orville. Okay. <laughs> anyway, you guys head back into the middle of town, across to the southern entrance where you came in, going around one of these ring runs. And on the way, you manage to find a shop. Then the shopkeeper is inside sweeping up, about to close up shop for the night. And we burst in. Mm-hmm. As you walk into the shop, you hear a door, uh, a bell ring above the door as you open it. And a... Middle-aged man with a curly mustache and some rather nice clothes. Not not like fine, super fine clothes, but businessmanly clothes. Is holding a broom in front of you, and he says, "Oh, well, hello. Welcome to my shop. I'm Anton. How can I help you?" Perfectly British name. Well, thank you. My parents had the foresight to give it to me. <laughs> what might you have in this here shop for sale? Hats. Oh, we've got just about everything that you could uh, want out of the player's handbook. Oh, no, we don't have the player's handbook. <laughs> oh, you don't have the player's handbook handy? Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> well, if your imagination was to want something, what might it be? A fedora. A fedora, you say? Well, you're already wearing a red one, ain't you? I need another one. You need a purple one, huh? Hmm. Well, let me go rummage around in the back while y'all's thinking about what you want, and I'll see if I can't find something. And he'll go wander off into the back, and you hear a clack as the door closes, and uh, he leaves you standing there in the front of the shop with a bunch of stuff on shelves uh, hanging around. We need some health potions, eh? Oh, I think we can help you out with that, you hear from the far side of the room. I mean, yes, we need health potions. I prefer not to die. I prefer not to die also. I haven't got the faintest idea what page in the player's handbook it's got stuff. I go to the player's handbook. Player's handbook. Hmm? Where do we get all our information? I said it's the player's handbook. Oh. Ah, equipment. 184. 148. My Dissy is playing up again. <laughs> Have you guys consumed anything you need, like ropes or oil or parchment? I don't think so. No. Alright, I have the list. So, Anton pops back up out of the back of the store, and as he opens the door, he comes back out with one hand behind his back, and he says, uh, Young lady, is this what you're after? And he uh, pulls his hand up from around his back and spins around a fedora on his finger. Another one! It is a dark purple with a small is- feather on it. Right. A what? A what? A small feather on it. Sorry, my internet messed up. What color is the small feather, Ghost Slinger? Red. It's a red feather on a purple hat. I like it. I can see it now. And he'll walk over to the counter at the back of the store, and he'll set the fedora down on it. And leaning down behind the counter, pulls out three potion bottles and sets them on the counter in front of him. I think you said that you needed some health potions. I think these you'll find are the nicest in white. I think we need them all, don't you? Yeah, we're trying to get to the equipment. See what else we might need. Mom's cheating. 
It's not cheating. You could buy I need arrows, to... crossbow bolts. I need to buy kit. some oil. You want some oil? Oil and a, <clears throat> a piece of parchment paper. Just a single sheet, eh? Okay. Yes, that'd be fine. All right, and he'll walk over to a box on the left-hand side of the desk or counter, and he'll pull out a single sheet of paper, and he'll walk across to the other side of the store. There's a wall with some little alcoves in it, and he'll pull out a flask of oil and bring that back to the counter, and he'll set that on the counter as well. But what was Alexa dinging for? (laughs) That is the question. It was a timer. It was a timer. How many sheets of paper did I get? Well, you asked for one, sir. (laughs) did you want more than one did you want more i I should take at least i should take two all right i can do that and he'll pull out another sheet of parchment paper and set it on the desk in front of you or counter in front of him don't you also do you sell arrows here why yes yes we have an arrangement with the uh weapons smith in town and uh, we keep a small supply of things around what kind of arrows are you you looking for Ones with real colored feathers. Well, all of them have real colored feathers. What else would you make them out of? Well, I'm looking for bright colored blue feathers. Ooh, let me see if I can help you with that. And he'll walk over to a rack towards the front of the store and rummage around a bit. And he says, well, I don't have any bright blue feathers. I do have these rather dark blue, but they're almost purple. Hmm. He's got uh, four of them. No golden feathers. Ooh. Well, now you're, you're really trying your luck. Let me let me go have another look. Oh, as it so happens, we have two. I'll take the two gold feathered arrows. All right, that's no problem. And uh, he'll walk back over to the counter and set those down as well. You guys should have come in earlier. This is making my night. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Just buying okay, all stuff. What about... Hold on. I don't know, now insurance is looking for something. We're going to waste all of our money. You have like 200 I'll be right back. My laundry has to be changed to the dryer. Hey, uh, Ghostlinger. Yes, what? While you're walking around this shop, you catch a small bag with a symbol on it that you recognize. <gasps> oh, no. It looks like it might be a bag of caltrops. What's that? What are those? Uh, what are those? Caltrops are like Legos. You throw them on the floor, people step on them, and it hurts. Yes, yes. Give me my Legos. Oh, like jacks or something. Yes, no, actually, no. very much like jacks. Spikes. They're Legos. So you find the, a bag head. of 20 caltrops. I'll take those too. So you grab this, this bag of caltrops and you take it over to the counter and you put it on the counter without saying a word. It's 20? Yes, 20. Are there manacles? Manacles? Mm-hmm. What are those? It says metal restraints that bind a small or medium creature. This one, this one, I gotta... Let me see. Oh, these could be for a different creature or something trying to kill us. We could manacle it. There are not iron manacles. Alexa. So you don't see iron or steel manacles, but instead you see some manacles with a rope in between them. So they're not quite a DC 20 strength check to break out of, but they're a DC 15 manacles. Can you use them on humans? Or is it just animals? No, no, no. They'll work on people. Hmm. Uh, Smaller, medium creature, DC 
15 dexterity strength check or a DC 15 dexterity check to get out of them. So you could manacle like zombies. Or a prisoner or ghost slinger. Someone's arch enemy. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah, you could totally manacle someone's arch nemesis. Are you playing something? I'm just thinking ahead here, people. You were crazy about the, you know, what to do with the water for the fire. I mean, I gotta have all the tools available because you guys aren't, you know. What? I'm just a child. Leave me alone. Okay, I'll take the the DC 15 manacle. All right. Uh, You add those to the pile that's quickly building on the counter. Does Dad have, like, a pen, a quill, as it were, and some ink? I mean, how's he going to write on his paper? I think as a wizard, he does have a quill and ink included in his starting equipment. Okay, good. Merlin, do you have a quill and ink in your starting equipment? Is that written down on your page anywhere? I do have my quill. Okay. And a small knife and black ink. Well, the ink won't stop What about acid? Acid? Now, what yeah. you be needing acid for, young lady? We don't know what we's going to come up against with these goblins. Oh. Never know what you might need. Are you going out to uh, take on some goblins? Yes. Apparently. Yes, sir, we are. An admirable task. I wish you luck on your adventure. So, acid weapons of any sort? Uh, let me look. And he goes back down under the counter where he pulled out the um, the vials of healing potion. And he pulls out another one that is green inside. He says, well, this is the last one down there. What? I don't think it's antitoxin. I think it's acid. Well, if he's not thinks sure. it's acid. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't be 100% sure. I mean, people don't really come in here all that often for it. He brushes some dust off the top of it. Mm-hmm. Well, it's we'll been it. a while. I mean, getting this kind of stuff is not easy. You can't just go down to any shop and resupply. I have to go find druids in the sort that are going to be collecting acid and then be willing to trade it. Hmm. Well, I guess we'll take it. Mm-hmm. All right. Wow, this really is going to be a very good night for me. Well, you're going to take all. We're working for Mr. White. Ah, the Lord of the Manor. No wonder you're on your way to deal with goblins. We've had quite an issue with them for the last couple of years now. We should put this on Mr. White's bill. Uh, Unfortunately, that's not how it works. Most of us are well aware of the fact that the castle is out of money. Oh, no. He doesn't have any money. This is terrible. Uh, Out of of my British man voice, you do know that he uh, only agreed to pay you with weapons that he already had because he's out of money. Oh, that's true. Oh, my. Let let me write down this list real quick. I've got acid. I see uh, some arrows. What else do we have here? Fedora. I see a fedora. Caltrops. Ooh, who put these caltrops here? No one. Well, do, do not need them. Caltrops. Well, step on them yourself. They'll really make your heels hurt. <laughs> what are they? Caltrops. Caltrops. Imagine a bag of jacks, but with points on the end. Bites. Oh no. Are there any healers, Kit? He looks around and he says. I think your wizard has a healer's kit on his back right now. I do have a healer's kit. I knew that. Okay, I guess we don't need it. I did just see a thing. 
Caltrops. Caltrops. a creature that has zero points without needing to make a wisdom medicine check. Where'd you read that? In the player's handbook. You may not have one of those. You might have a potion kit or something. I don't see a healer's campaign. Do you have some other kind of kit, Dad? I have health, though. I'm going to have to get my glasses. Can't see. I see three healing potions. All right, I'm back. This is going to be a session. Manacles. Wow, you guys really are cleaning me out. Parchment. Oh, yeah, parchment. Paper, because we apparently needed paper. What else is on the list? Is that it? Manacles. Nope, got those. I've already written them down. Good job. What are they? Manacles. Mannequin? Mannequin, yes. Uh, handcuffs. Oh, handcuffs. What did you call them? Manacles. Manacles, oh, handcuffs. I believe that's everything. Let's so is see. there a healer's kit? Does Dad have one? Oh, did you ever find out if you've got one of them? I, I have health ability. Health ability? But I do not have a kit. What is a health I, ability? That's, that's nonsense. Wizards do not have health abilities. Uh, one of my spells. Let's see, health. It's right here on my list. I have medicine. This is interesting. In the wisdom category, plus ah, one. You have the skill for medicine, so your bonus, uh, your, your proficiency bonus applies to medical things. Yes, but I did not see a kit, a health kit. Okay, well, we need that if, uh, if you've got one. Kind sir. Herbalism kit. What is that's that? What, that's what Merlin has. He has an herbalism kit. Well, what's that? What does it do? That's a very good question. No, I need it's herbs. A dungeon master. It restores your health. It's Can herbs. Fourth wall. So my understanding of the herbalism kit is it would give Merlin the ability to not only learn magical spells, but he would have the ability to make potions. Hmm. It came in his um, starting equipment. Well, yep. we have a healer's kit. We need that too. Well, uh, forgive me. I seem to have been incorrect. That's not a healer's kit at all on your wizard. That's an herbalism kit. Well, let me go look real quick. I'll go in the back. I'm pretty sure I have one. Do we all have good health right now? Are we all in good shape? Yes. Okay, thank you. Interesting. What are we talking about? Well, it says on page 48 of the book, it'll talk about an herbalism kit. But that appears to be incorrect. So let me look and see if that was a different edition. For every day of downtime you spend crafting, you can craft one or more items with a total market value not exceeding 5 GP. You must expend raw materials worth half the total market value. If something you want to craft has a market value greater than 5 GP, you can progress every day in 5 GP increments until you reach the market value of the item. For example, a plate of... That's crafting in general, though. What is he saying? Stuff about crafting. Crafting stuff? Crafting Minecraft. <laughs> I was messing around in Minecraft. Okay, so after two days, uh, you can make a healing potion at the cost of 25 gold. Whoa! Instead of 50. We're getting a discount. Yeah. The three... Oh, wait. Uh, I'm in the back room. Just a moment. Anton comes out from the back room holding a small satchel and... Twirling his curly mustache. Ah, found it! Here it is! And he puts it on the counter in front of you guys. This healing kit should allow you to stabilize one of your comrades if they should happen to fall in combat. Very handy to have. Why is to take one with you on your adventure to go take out those goblins? That means that they're not dead, right? Well, yes. That's the whole point, isn't it? Okay. 
No one wants to be dead. Unless they have a death Goblins. When you go down, you don't immediately die. Your party has the opportunity to stabilize you. You can roll a medicine check to stabilize someone. Or in this case, you can just, whoever has the uh, the healing kit doesn't have to roll a check. You just auto-stabilize them. What does that mean? If you roll the check and what? Well, if you roll the check three times and fail, you die. If you fail the check three times in a row, if you succeed on the check three times in a row, you stabilize. If you roll a nat 20 on the check, you get up with one HP. If you roll a nat 1, it counts as failing the check twice. Next is a blue fedora. Let me add this up real quick. 25, 26, 27, uh, 28, 29, 34, plus 150 for the healing potions. Oh, man. 184, uh, one, two, three. I only have 200. Let's see, that's three silver. We can just discount that off. You're buying so much. I feel like we can just... Give you the the arrows and the parchment for free. We'll call it good faith in hopes that your journey goes well. And we'll come back and buy more later. I certainly hope so. If your visits are always like this, I can't wait to see you again. Hmm. Uh, so that's 184. How do you want to split that, or will one of you pay for all of it? Three ways. Well, I only have... I have 200. Split it three ways. They're all going to ask for 200. Even if we're robbed... Well, that comes out to about 61 and 3 silver apiece, so in the honor, in, in the uh, the spirit of being good-natured, how about 61 gold each? All right. Okay. Everyone take a healing book. Okay. That's good advice. I couldn't have said it better myself. I don't know which fedora to wear anymore. Okay, so we're in this Too many to choose from, I see. So subtract one from your gold. And add all this fancy stuff to it, whichever one of these things you wanted. What the hell's potion on your sheet? I wanted the Legos. Caltrops and the purple fedora are on your sheets. I got the health potion. And the health potion. So, don't forget, let's see, Merlin's, you got a health potion, you got parchment, you got some arrows... And Dasharis, she got a healing kit and a health potion and some manacles. Yeah. Okay. And well, that... a little oil in there. Oh, wow, you're right. I did forget the oil. Ah, don't worry about it. We've already done all the math, and I hate doing the math. Here you are. And he hands over the flask of oil that was setting off to the side of the counter. Great. All right. Oh, it's got a good lid on it. <clears throat> What's the shopkeeper's name? Anton. Anton, good sir. At your service. And he bows a little bit. I spelled it wrong. Okay. A-N-T-O-N? I guess I spelled it right. I just couldn't read my own writing. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> yeah. Anton says, well, safe travels. I need to close up shop now. These pants are far too hot. <laughs> what? Okay. Let's be on our way. Are we going to go back to the inn and get a good night's sleep? I think so. Oh, you're on your way to the inn, are you? Tell old... What's-his-face. Yeah, tell old what's-his-face. I said I. <laughs> Orville? What's-his-face. Orville? You mean Orville? No, Orville's over at the bar. Oh, who's at the inn? What's-his-face. We don't know. He doesn't have a name. <laughs> Stonehaven Inn. Yes, it's Stonehaven Inn. Can we just call him Stone? Steppen. Mr. Grinch. Nope, nope. nope. I don't have any... Maybe oh, Josh. Hey, Stonehaven. Ah, 
Lewis. Tell old Lewis that I said hi. I just remembered. Name is Lewis, huh? Why would you name Lewis? I don't remember. But there you go, Lewis. I thought his name was Stone something. Here we are. So you guys, you guys leave Anton's little shop and continue making your way around the ring road of town back toward the Stonehaven Inn, uh, where you came, first came into town. The lamps in the town are slowly being lit by a rather short child with a large stick on fire. (laughs) The child's on fire! (laughs) No, the stick's on fire, silly. Just as you make your way into town, the sky overhead is turning to a deep shade of dark maroon. And it, it's getting difficult to see. Good for us. <laughs> yeah. We got dark You walk into the Stonehaven Inn, and you see a familiar face. Hey, look, Uh-oh. it's that guy. <laughs> it's that guy. Oh, welcome Who back. I didn't expect you'd be back. I didn't expect to be back. <laughs> well, uh, you know the, uh, you know the deal. You was here last night. It's a gold piece. I think that's what I said. Uh, well, I'm, I'm not sticking with it. Well, we know. And this time we have no children with us. Orville. Oh, you met old Orville, though, eh? Over at the, uh, over at the bar. Yes. And what's his face? Oh, what's his face, Anton. too? Was he over at the bar today? Anton, Anton. Oh, Anton surely wasn't at the bar. No. He's too busy minding the shop. Yes. But does that, does that mean you telling me that... that Orville gave you, uh, gave you his, uh, his, his right forward what to do. He says you're all right, eh? That's right. Hmm. All right. I guess. All right. Five silver each, then. Make money. Spending money like there's no tomorrow. Because there might not be one. Wait, how much did What's-His-Face give us? (laughs) Everybody's name is now just What's-His-Face. The white guy. Oh, the white guy? You met the lord of the manor? Yes. How much did he give us? Well, why would I know how much he gave you? I'm not talking to you. <laughs> Gosh. He didn't give us... He, he, he promised he us money. Us he promised us weapons. He, he gave you ten gold and then promised you weapons out of his family's heirlooms. Okay, that's what it was. We only got ten gold. Well, ten gold. Not a piece. <clears throat> well, that makes it 210 in cash, minus 61. Well, if you all count the ten gold, that's thirty. I only oh, oh I no. put ten you gold. Mean he just on gave us. We only got. He ten. gave us ten apiece. No, just ten. Just ten. Okay, that'll get us through the night then. So you guys go upstairs. What did I say his name was? Lewis. Lewis. Lewis hands across the keys to the room you were in the night before, and uh, you guys head upstairs to call it a night. Nothing <laughs> crazy happens. Yay! Nothing crazy. Oh, wait, no, something crazy does happen. As you're on the way up the stairs, Lewis says, Oi, what's that? What's he's, what? He's no. pointing at a very large putty cat. Oh, that's a cat. That's just Sheila. That's going to be up there, too. I'm going to have to clean up all that fur, you know. Good. She does not shed. Oh. <laughs> she looks like a mangy mongrel. She Leave the cat alone. could eat you if she wanted, but she is well-trained, sir. We should teach him the catapult. Cat. All right, I'll let it pass tonight. But tomorrow, you're going to have to make sure that room's spotless. So you guys wake up the next morning, and you have some breakfast, get ready to leave. The spread's not quite as good as it was the first night. You didn't pay as much, so they're not quite 
you know, putting on airs as much t- today as the day before. Mm-hmm. But you still get a good meal before you head out of town. You make your way back across town and kind of don't see too many people around as you head through and uh, head out to the eastern gate. To the goblins! So What day is it? Sometime during the 10-day week. The 10-day? So it's not Saturday or Sunday? So a okay. week in D&D world is a 10-day, because 10 days are far easier to keep track of than 7 days. Okay. But I We're do not know be- enough of the lore to tell you what those 10 days are. I was just wondering if it was like Sunday and everything. Monday, Sunday, Monday. <laughs> Bugle day, pancake day, you know, whatever day. It's waffle day. Four day, purple day. So heading east from white, you see sites very similar to what you saw heading into town, following the old road. There are several farmsteads which have burned, but things seem to be worse on this side of town. There don't seem to be many farms that have escaped the goblin raiding parties. As you make your way through the destruction, it appears as if these farms were destroyed a while ago. As you follow on the eastern road away from white, the life seems to return to the lands around you. The old farms that you can see around here are overgrown with grasses growing up through their charred remains. You can make out a plow through the brush near an old toppled barn. In the distance, you can see the base of the Itzo Mountains, which move north-west along the countryside. They're not terribly treacherous or tall this far south, but moving north along the range will lead to some varied wild country where crossing can be very dangerous. The road heads north from here, but the directions you were given weren't exact as to where to find the goblins that you're looking for. What do you want to do? You want to investigate one of the burned houses? I can sense creatures around me. So I don't know what kind of distance that is. Or what kind of creature. If you want to roll me a couple of insight checks for Asharis and Ghost Slinger, I'll roll the one for Merlin. Why do I need to Merlin, do you have any insight bonus? You have insight, I don't. Plus one. Do you have insight bubbled in? I do not. Okay. Plus one it is. Sixteen for me. Sixteen, you said? Is that plus your bonuses and everything? Uh, no, that's, uh, so, eighteen. Just about twenty. Well, darn mad, that's, okay. We'll do that that way, then. That's plenty. You look around a little bit on this road as it heads north, and you don't feel like you need to go further north in order to find the goblins. You were told that they were in the foothills to the east. So you start heading off the road and looking around for any sign of goblins. Mm. You keep going, headed further into the foothills, until it starts to get late. And just before you think you should start making camp, you see a light ahead in the lightly wooded area that you are traveling through. It looks like there might be a campfire. There's a light. (laughs) (laughs) What does it matter? Over at the front of Stasley. (laughs) Is that what it is? Is that the words? I was just listening to that five minutes ago. I think that's what it says. (laughs) Should we send over the owl to take a look? Yes, you absolutely can do that. Sacrifice. Good call, good call. Well, you can send the Sharas. Or Ghostslinger. So, 
Merlin, you hold your hand out again, now that you're outside of town, and Archimedes materializes on your arm, and he's kind of twilting his head from side to side, looking at you, waiting for instructions. Go! Check out the fire on the horizon. All right, and as you do that, he takes to the air and quickly makes his way up above the tree line and goes and does a circle around the fire and then returns to you. And what did he see? So what you, let's see, how does, how does your familiar work? Do you actually have, you are a wizard. I can so see I, what he's. I believe that you can actually telepathically talk to Archimedes, that you can actually get an, un, uh, uh, an understanding of basic concepts. And the basic concept and feeling that he's conveying to you is, it's dangerous and you should be cautious. Hmm. Uh-oh. That's why I got the golden arrows for Asharis. If if you want to, we can retcon it and say you you were watching what he was watching while he was gone. Or you could send him back again. How many of them are there? Let me think. I think there was three. Three what? Arrows? Three people at the campfire. How do you know that? My owl. Okay. Well, conveniently, <laughs> there are three people at the campfire. <laughs> And you also saw, as uh, as Archimedes made his way over, that there are some rather large animals tied up nearby. Oh, mm. well, they're riding the animals. They're not horses. They're not as large as horses. But if you mm. horses, 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 Okay, while they're sneaking, I'm going to sneak out and do the laundry real quick. Let me roll Merlin's sneak roll. Merlin didn't sneak great, so the rest rest of you better sneak good. Uh-oh. Give me a sneak. I rolled a 16 sneak. Does that plus anything? Well, what would I plus? Sneak. Stealth. I don't think so. It's dexterity based. You should have a dex bonus. Oh, I do have stealth. I have stealth and the dex bonus three. Or dex. And I got 18. So. And you have sneak, Tiffy? Yep. So that's plus two more. And then Ghost Slinger, what'd you roll? She got 20. <laughs> over 20. Yeah. I am the ninja. I also got over 20. What was your over 20, Ghost Slinger? Uh, got 23. 23? Sheesh. The two of you are sneaky enough to kind of cover Merlin's tracks. You're not a, you're, you're kind of not near him, so as he's making noise, it's not particularly loud because the two of you are very quiet. It's so, it. Just imagine Merlin's robes are kind of get, getting caught in the underbrush, and he's kind of having to pull through a little bit while the two of you are kind of moving through the, through the, the terrain as if it's not even there. And you very quickly get close enough to see what's going on at the fire. There are three goblins... Two of them are much larger than uh, a, a small one that's there. And they're all eating various meats that they're roasting over the fire that don't look like the kind of meats you would normally eat. The small one definitely is eating a rat on a stick. Oh, no. Oops. A rat on a stick. And as you get close, the large animals that Archimedes warned you about appear to be a couple of wolves, and a giant rat. And the wolves are looking your direction, kind of quizzically, but they don't know you're there yet. 
Something. Right to the rainbow side. <laughs> Something about riding at the wind. Hmm. You know what to do first, you know? Like. Who first? Who? Houdini? Houdini? Hmm. Clefairy, Clefairy. Okay, so this is a new concept to you guys. You know these are goblins, and you know that you're out here to hunt down goblins. So the three of you have the opportunity to spring a trap on them. You can have what's known as a surprise round. So we'll roll initiative and establish the order. (laughs) But before any of the creatures that are hostile to you get a turn, you'll get to take an action. And then it will fall into normal initiative order. Hmm. So we can attack them before they, you know, attack us is the uh, idea that I'm getting. That's nice. Okay, so, alright, I think I think the animals are tied up to the trees. Can we see how, like, they're, they're not going to escape, or are they on their own? No. Well, we're going to shoot the first guy that goes toward the animals with an arrow. They're not mm-hmm. tied up great. But you don't think that they're going to get loose without some help. How good are you with that bow, Asharis? So, what if we try to lure one away from the fire? We'll attack him in the bushes. Are there any bushes? Is there cover? Yeah, you're kind of in the underbrush right now. That's where you're hiding. There's not really a path around here. It's more just kind of lightly wooded. So there's some big trees around, and some little trees around, and some bushes, and, like, some tall grass. But there's also patches of no grass, which is where their camp is at. They're in a a no-grass area with a fire built up. So what if I take a rock and throw it into the bushes away from us, like a cross, and then they'll go over there? At least one, maybe two. And then we'll shoot the other one. All right. Let me look. <clears throat> saw that in the movie once. Why don't you, you just shoot the first one that don't know you're there? Because then the other two will know that we're there because they'll see an arrow sticking out of his head. If you all three act at the same time, you all three get to do a thing before they get to react. Yeah, but I can't kill all three of them before they attack me. Well, you can kill one? You look around at your feet and you find a perfectly sized rock to chuck on the other side of the fire. Okay, I'm we'll going throw it into the bushes. Okay. Roll me a dexterity attack. Into the shrubberies, Jessica. The shrubbery? Ooh, a nine. Plus a nine? Two. I got four dexterity. Nine plus four? Yeah. Thirteen. Okay, that's much better. Um. Uh, all three of them kind of stand up, look away from you towards the bushes, and... The two wolves also react and look towards the noise that was made on the other side of the campfire, and you hear them uh, say something in a language you don't understand. It's kind of like, as they look the other way from where you're standing. They're not going to go over there. Actually, we will call it right there for the night. You guys will get a surprise round to each make an attack on them before they know what's coming uh, next week. Uh, Alright, I'll prepare my bow. 